Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I'm Pastor Miller and we want to be a blessing to you again today if we can. And I I really hope you're having a great morning or whatever time of day that you're listening to uh, this podcast episode. We are finishing up our series on grace. And I think this is really a good one and appropriate appropriate way to finish this mini-series. And I hope you're wide awake. Everything's going great. I personally am working on my second cup of coffee. And so we are feeling good this morning. All right. We're going to be talking to you about grace and the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And thank God we have that hope uh, that he will return someday uh, to this earth. Our first point uh, on this uh, particular episode is how grace for the second coming will pacify us. So our first point is the church being pacified. Now, let me first say what that word means and give you a little bit of a a definition of it. And the word pacify means to bring or restore a state of peace or of tranquility to bring a quiet and a calm. So I want to say to every Christian out there that's a little bit worried and a little bit uh, maybe upset or uh, a little bit anxious about the way things are going, to you I'll say just calm down and relax because our Lord is soon to return. We want to look here at, like we said, in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 13. And what the Bible says here uh, in that verse is, he said, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant concerning them that are asleep that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. So that's not us. We do have hope of his uh, return. And it says this in verse 14, if you believe or if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. So exactly what this is saying here is uh, that those that are asleep or those that's already uh, died and been buried and so on, that then they're, they're going to be raptured or caught up in the second coming. And then we that are alive and remain also uh, will join them uh, in, in the clouds. So... The Lord's coming back, and I thank God for that, that every child of God 
can be pacified or come back or be brought back and restored to that state of peace and have a calm and a quiet spirit within them. Uh, Verse uh, number 16 says, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now look at verse 18 here. I'm talking about here how the Lord can pacify or bring that calm or that state of peace back to us. Verse 18, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So I thank God uh, for this very first point that we have today. So uh, church, just don't get too over excited or worried about the things you see going on in the world because these things must come to pass. The Bible has told us that, and I I realized there's a lot going on in our world today that could really be upsetting, but we can take hope that God is going to bring a restoration of peace and tranquility and quiet and calm back to his church in the joy and the hope of knowing that Jesus Christ is soon to return. So I'm looking for his return. Actually, at any time, I'm looking for Christ to return. I think it could be today. I want to ask you, are you ready to meet him if Jesus would return today? So that's our first point. Our second point is this. I want to talk about the grace of God that will purify us for that second coming of Christ. Now, there's some great scriptures about this in 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. And when we go through these podcast uh, sessions, and I, I know sometimes we have to go quickly because of time, and you could mark these down, though, and go back over them. And I believe it would help you. Verse one says, Behold, what manner of love hath the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. So verse number one, I'm talking about the grace of God and purification for the second coming. That's our second point. So uh, because of the love of God, The Bible said in verse one, we are now called the sons of God and we're only called the sons of God by the grace of God. For it's by grace that we're saved through faith. It is the gift of God and we cannot, it's not of ourselves. So thank God for his grace uh, that he has given to us that now we become God's sons. Verse two said, beloved now, Uh, Are we the sons of God? And of course, daughters of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. 
But we do know this. He said, but we, but we know that when he shall appear, and the Bible said, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So point, our verse number two of this second point of purification, being purified and ready for that second coming. He said, we, we are the sons of God. He said that again in verse one, now in verse two. Once again, we're sons of God by the grace of God. And he said, we don't know exactly what we will be, but we do know this. When Christ appears at his second coming, we are going to be like him because we will see him as he is. I'm getting excited about this. I don't know. Uh, I, I think this is one of our best podcast episodes, and I hope you're gleaning from this because I believe Christ's coming is very soon. I do. And I want to ask you, have you went through that purification process? Have you become a child of God? Have you laid off sin by, as our other episode said, by separation from the world and by sanctification, by being set apart and called out. That's what sanctification means. And if we have, so we're going through that purification process and we're going to get to see him as he is and thus become as he is at his second coming. Verse number three of First John 3 says this, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. So we told you that's our second point uh, to our podcast, Grace and the Second Coming. So how can I be purified? And the Bible's telling us that by becoming a son of God, by looking for his coming, by separation, by sanctification, and then by having that hope in us of his return. Look at it again, verse three. And every, and, and every man that hath this hope, what hope? The hope of the return of Christ within himself purifieth himself even as he. He, meaning Jesus Christ, even as he is pure. So I thank God uh, for this today. Amen. What a great, uh, what great words and great illustration we're seeing here. Now, I want to go to our uh, third point here. We've talked about how the Lord wants to restore our state of peace. We've talked about how he wants to purify us. And this might be one of the best points of the whole podcast episode. And I'm going to talk about how he wants to provoke us. And in what way, Pastor, he wants to provoke us to soul winning. In this, I want you to notice 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 14. Verse 14 said, For ye, brethren, became followers of the church of God, uh, which is in Judea, 
that are in Christ Jesus. He's talking about, of course, this particular church, but this is for everyone. After we become a follower of Jesus Christ, what do we do? You don't get saved to just sit there and do nothing. You may not be a song leader, a worship leader, a pastor, an assistant, a youth pastor, a superintendent. You may not be a deacon, an elder. You may not have any of those titles or job descriptions. But if you're a child of God, you you can be, and I believe every child of God must strive to be a soul winner. That's not left up to the pastor. You know, pastors don't give birth to sheep. They feed sheep. Uh, It's other sheep that give birth to sheep. It's other sheep that brings them in. So as followers of Christ, you need to be winning souls and bringing them to the church or, or showing them the word and helping them to find and accept Jesus Christ. And your pastor will feed those sheep. Now, the Bible said this for, we know they both killed Jesus and their prophets and have persecuted us, meaning the church. And they please not God, but they are contrary to all men. So we know these things is happening in the world. They have even forbid some to speak to the Gentiles that they might be saved. Now, if you're not a Jew and you're listening to me today, then you're a Gentile. But Christ came to save both Jew and Gentile, male and female, bond and free. It does not matter what your race, creed, or color is. Now, I'm glad that I pastor a a multicultural church. We have different... uh, nationalities, a few different nationalities in our church, and I'm proud of that because I believe every man and woman needs to be saved and come to know Jesus. So when you're out soul winning, don't look at them by their age group or their color or by their social standing or any other thing. Look at them as souls that need to come to Jesus. And he said this, even though we was taken from you for a short time, he said in presence, but never in heart, we endeavored more abundantly to see you to your face with a great desire. Wherefore, we would have come unto you. He said, I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. So we know that in this process of winning souls, the devil's going to offer opposition. And he's going to try to hinder us. But because Christ is coming soon, we must double our efforts, step it up a little, and reach out and try to witness and win souls. Now I want you to look at verse number 19 of this second chapter of First Thessalonians. For what? is our hope or our joy or our crown of rejoicing. Are not even ye in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For ye are our joy and our glory. So 
please look at this. The Bible said this, and I just read to you that our joy, our crown, our rejoicing is that you would be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ at his coming. So that's our third point that God is, was, by the grace of God, he has provoked us to be soul winners. So we, if we win souls, it is jewels in our crown. It is a joy, a great joy. And that's our hope of rejoicing. So at the coming of Jesus Christ, not only will I rejoice that I made it in, I want to rejoice that others that I witnessed to was able to uh, go in the rapture of the church and to be saved and live with Christ forever. So I want this to provoke you to be a soul winner today. And that's what the grace of God should be doing. And it's because Christ is definitely coming soon. Lastly, is this. I'm going to talk about preparing. Preparing for the shout. One of these days soon, when Jesus returns, I want you to know that the Bible says this. It says, looking for it. Now, I'm in Titus 2.13. I should have told you that. Looking for that blessed hope and that glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you looking forward to that blessed hope? Are you looking for the glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ? If you're a child of God, you should definitely be looking for that great return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because that is the child of God's blessed hope. And the Bible said this, and we're talking about preparing for the shout. The Bible said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Thank God. You may, you may at any moment today, tomorrow, next month, next week, it may be, I don't know God's timing. I don't know if it'll be minutes, days, or years. But I truly am looking for Jesus' return at any moment. He's going to return this time with a shout. Amen. And the church will be caught up together to be with the Lord in the rapture of the church. I know some folks don't like that word rapture. They want to be called the catching away. So whatever you want to call it is fine with me. And I had some folks say the word rapture isn't in the Bible. And it's not. The word Bible is not in the Bible either, by the way. We call it a Bible because Bible means one book of many books. And there's 66 books in the Bible that makes a book. We call it a rapture because that means the catching away of the church. So I'm looking forward to the rapture. I'm going to say these real quickly before we go off of our podcast today. First of all, the Lord wants to restore your state of peace and pacify you through his grace. 
He wants to purify you through his grace. He wants to provoke you to be a soul winner. And he wants you to be prepared for the shout. So thank God for the grace of God. And we're looking for that glorious return of Jesus Christ. I hope I've been a blessing to you today. And uh, we, we just hope you have a great rest of your day and your week. God bless you. And we love you in, in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.